Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello and thank you so much for joining us. On your Friday night into Saturday morning, it is your AEW Rampage and SmackDown review for December 9th. Holy cow, coming down the home stretch of the year. Just crazy, crazy stuff. Please, please, please leave a thumbs up if you would be so kind on this video. The best free way to support us. You can also support us via Super Chat and Humper Chat at humperchats.com. What the heck's a Humper Chat? Functions just like a Super Chat, but we get to keep more money. We get to keep a little bit more of the support. So we appreciate you utilizing that platform. I know their interface can be a little weird to figure out, but we always appreciate the support over there. And you can support us on Twitch as well at twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming by sending us your babies. Mm. But before we dive in, we have so much to talk about. We're going to start with Rampage, which I'm excited about because holy crap, Takeshita and Moxley was a certified banger as one would expect. But how are you today, Alex? How's it going? I'm doing great. I, I, you mentioned when you said December 9th, I'm like, what? No, it's not December 9th. It can't be. She's lying, it's guys. It's like You're August moving 20th. in a week. <laughs> it's August 28th. I don't know what she's saying. <laughs> it is definitely it feels like december here in the northeast you escaped it but you are moving next week my friend and we will have the dude himself robert de felice filling in next week as yes. well so we hope that you have a wonderful day off and man and the, fo- and the following the week will be live from the new home so it'll, that'll be fun 
Oh my goodness, you and Sean both settling into your studio. Look at us. Look at it. us. We're just grown grown up boys just having fun. I you know. know. I That's know. all we are. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, and we've got some good wrestling that happened to open up Rampage tonight, man. We're going to dive right into Mox and Takeshita because holy crap, I'm really excited to talk about it. Now, the only tricky thing with a match like this is I don't really have specific spots to call out because I would have to call out the entire match. These two beat the ever-living crap out of each other. I can say that much about it. They lay it in hard. I would say that Takeshita has one of the best suplexes I've I've ever seen. Definitely one of the best going today. I think Chad Gable is right there with it, and we get to see him on, on t- television now, which is fun as well. But man... Takeshita coming back into the fold is such a refreshing breath of fresh air. I think the sky's the limit for this guy. They sure, sure did bleed a lot. And there's been some instability in that Blackpool Combat Club of lately. As they were having this this war, as they were going to war here, we saw some blood. The traditional Mox goes over, but the earning the respect situation, I think, is really, really cool. I'm wondering if maybe Takeshita does end up joining the Blackpool Combat Club in some way. If not, he's a single star in his own, man. Like, uh, I know anytime someone kind of comes over from from Japan, there's always this discussion around, like, is his promo solid enough to hang? I think when your in-ring is this good, it doesn't really matter. But I know there's also been reports that it's something he's been working on and, and trying to get more comfortable. He is fully in the States now. But I do feel like the Blackpool Combat Club could be a really fun lane for Takeshita to join and not to have to really worry about that because there's some other really great talkers in that group. I also think, man, if you wanted to make him an ROH champion sooner rather than later, that could be fun. Give me Samoa Joe and Takeshita all day. Um, or, you know, I, I, I feel like there's a couple of different alleys he can go. Would love your thoughts on the match, which I thought was incredible. I couldn't believe how hard hitting it was. Like, don't forget, Mox was supposed to be on vacation like six weeks ago, and here he is putting on a match like this. Um, sneak it in there for that, like, everyone's having their match of the year discussions. Don't have them too soon. We're going to put on an absolute incredible opener here. But what did you think of the match, and did you have any of the same inklings that I did about maybe Takeshita joining the Blackpool Combat Club? Yeah, it looks like they're about to start a, like, you know, this is going to be worse than uh, Aaron Judge uh you know and teams fighting over him so i think <laughs> i think i think it'll definitely um that's where it seems it's gonna go um why else would you have don Callis just sitting up top and you know seeing you know what what is gonna happen here um especially with mox if he does decide to go on vacation one day um if he does decide to join bcc why not he he would be the perfect addition to it to be completely honest I would love yeah. to see him in there. I, I think that's a perfect call. I think anybody, uh, I, th- I think you bring over someone who is as talented as Takeshita, but maybe not so established for people who are not following Japanese right. wrestling that are just following the AEW product. They've seen him have some incredible matches. I think it's really easy to forget about how great Claudio versus Takeshita was, considering it was kind of just on Battle of the Belts and tucked away a little bit, but like, that match was incredible. All this guy has done is put on great matches since coming over, but because he's a little less established, I feel like it's a very 
good way to make someone feel really important off the bat to be fighting over him, to be wanting to do that, to be adding him to your stable. We saw that happen with Dante Martin. Unfortunately, when Leo Rush entered, exited the picture, rather, that didn't really like kind of come fully to fruition. But I think it's a great wrestling playbook to run, especially with a guy like Takeshita. Um, so I, I think it's really fun. I think that could be super, super interesting. I think it's a good way to reframe the Blackpool Combat Club with the exit of William Regal. So uh, I think that could be really great. And then, of course, after the match, we get something that I feel like is all too rare in pro wrestling, which was, I thought, a damn good brawl. Uh, Moxley, particularly, I feel like, is one of the few that excel at the... We know a brawl is coming. How do we make it feel real or good or authentic in any way? And I I go back and forth with people selling injuries like concussions, which we see at a hangman page here who comes mm. down. Uh, there's a brawl that kind of happens between hangman and Mox. Mox sends him flying into the stairs. Claudio breaks it up, but essentially Adam Page says he's not clear. Doc Samson won't clear him because of Mox's actions, essentially. Um I go back and forth with that. Like, I didn't love in Danielson's first match back how he was selling concussion symptoms against Garcia. Like, it makes me feel gross at home, but at the same time, I'm kind of supposed to feel that way, right? Like, that's kind of the point. But my yeah. mind does go to the Adam Coles of the world who are sincerely fighting him. Um, I don't I don't know if Adam Page is cleared or not. I would assume so if he's taking bumps into the stairs. Um, but I don't know. I go back and forth with that. It definitely makes me feel uncomfortable. It's designed to make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But what did you think of? I, I thought the actual unfolding of the brawl was great. And I think, you know, Punk and Mox had a really good real life feeling brawl. Like there's not a lot of guys that can do them. Mox is one of them. Kingston to me is certainly one of them. What did you think of this little brawl here? What do you think of the development of this storyline? And do you ever think John Moxley is going to get to go on a vacation? I don't think John, I think Moxley right now is. <laughs> whatever poor renee had planned for them i i hope that they <laughs> i hope that they had uh flight protection on their tickets and on their vacations but what do i think i i you know it's funny because um hangman has been hit or miss with his promos he's not really like he's a he knows how to be physical in the ring but i think his promos sometimes just don't cross that threshold that we wanted to so it can sound super legitimate right but i think that these one-on-ones that he these short little spurs that he's been having with mox have really paid off like when they were face to face you know and headbutting each other like that was really good he kind of had to back away from mox to show like okay this dude means business you know because mox is not going to back down mox is going to knock his teeth out and i think today um you saw the opposite i think you saw hangman page going balls to walls basically and saying you know what this is, you punked me out last time it's not going to happen this time that spot on the on the uh what is it on the on the post when he threw him that looked legit like yeah. he did a really great job because the sound the camera angle and the way he flew after he hit made me actually do a double take like shit did he really hit that hard you know like whatever happened there they sold me on it. But yeah, you know, it is a little bit that area where, you know, you have people like Adam Cole who's sitting at home with a head problem, you know? So I liked it, man. I, I think it was good. I think that small bits like this are better than these long out brawls where they just continue jumping over each other and blah, blah, blah. I think that's, you know, that's overdone. 
Yeah, to your point, I feel like Hangman Page has been doing some of his best promo work that I've seen of recent that uh, the one, I think it was, was it right before he got entered of like, I'm depressed, I'm anxious, the meds aren't working, yes. but I'm still here. That I think was maybe the best promo of his career, or at least in AEW, I feel. Um, it really, I think, hit home in a way that it kind of needed to. So nice to see that. Nice to see a uh, steady improvement as he's kind of re-entering the fold here. So good stuff. And you guys also thought this was good stuff. We get a uh, super chat from Tom Valley that says, happy Friday, y'all. Love to see you on my screens. Well, darn it, we love being on your screens when we get awesome matches like this, when we get support from you guys. He says that Takeshita is amazing. Every single time he wrestles, I can't turn away, even on Elevation he really, really, really is fantastic. And we have Joseph Snark kind of echoing the my sentiments there that the deadlift suplexes always manage to pop me. Yes, the deadlift ones are crazy. His German is just so textbook, but the deadlift ones, my God. Takeshita might have one of the best. That match, Holmes, yeah, no, that did. That match absolutely was a humper. Um, yeah. Really, really fun. Really, really fun stuff. And... And to the points of the chats, like we haven't seen, there has not been an ounce of how do I adapt to an American audience? How do I adapt to, I mean, he, he's fought in front of some pretty big crowds, but like there's never been a moment where he seemed overwhelmed or that the stage was too big for him in any way. Like he's just come in, kicked butt. I think they've picked really good opponents from him. Now I want to go back and watch that battle of the belts match with claudio really bad because i remember covering it being like this match is incredible uh so uh the crowd was yeah. behind him the crowd was screaming oh, his completely. name and completely. when when you have the crowd and it, this is big people like you know this is professional wrestling you're putting on a show not only for the house crowd but the crowd at home a lot of the time the crowd at home when aw brings someone out they don't connect very quickly with them because they don't know they haven't yeah. been that told that story hasn't been told but the people that are are in in the audience they know what's going down because they're there because they're really strong fans of of the people that are wrestling and just the fact that they they were screaming out his name man on national television on a friday night beautiful thing and against moxley who has been so over with the crowd because he's been the one carrying the company up until super recent and some might argue kind of in some ways still is right then mjf title reign is still settling in so uh, really encouraging to see. I love when people are organically over. Makes me mm. very happy. So we will move right along to the Book of Hobbs, Chapter 5. Oh, boy. What a badass video package for a badass dude. You have been a Hobbs mark for a while. I've also really <laughs> liked him, but these new layers are just getting me to buy in more and more. He just talks about the reality of his life. He talks about the streets that I certainly couldn't survive on. I would run away and cry real fast. Uh, but he talks about his, his life and shedding blood. And he talks about his brother and uh, just really dives in and does a great job, which is not something that people are, because mm -hmm. he is a little bit newer to this. Not mm -hmm. everybody is great at capturing being a badass and vulnerable at the same time. That kind of just goes for life too, I would say. But I felt like that's exactly what Hobbs did in this segment. Like, it made him come across so badass, but his guard coming down a little bit, talking about his life is what got you there. So there was something very real to connect to. 
You've loved this guy from the beginning. I right. am too, but you've had a really, you've been in his corner, a special yes. affinity for him. What did you think of this vignette that we got? I thought, I mean, God, he he's so, he's getting so comfortable with who he is. His, he like, you don't know if it's a character or you don't know if it's him. And that reminds me of Harlem Heat when they used to do their vignettes. Uh, I don't know how far back you go into the wrestling history, but they used to do that. They, they went back home and they talked about the streets and how hard it was for, for both of them growing up. And just him giving you that visual of like my brother's blood. How many times did I have to clean it up through here? Like you visualize that stuff and you start, you know. Did Alex freeze or did I? See, this is the internet game we have to play. Let me know in the chat. Did I freeze? Did Alex freeze? I think it's Alex. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, it's Alex. See, this is the weird thing, guys, because my internet was so bad for so long. I'd like view it as a weird victory. So let me know what you think about it. This is probably like his favorite thing of the night. So him getting stumped out here. Uh, is kind of hysterically timed in a way, but we'll give him a minute to reset his router. Um, but I love the points he was making about Harlem Heat. That's a really great uh, thing to to tie back to. But we'll we'll circle back. We're gonna let him talk about it because it is something that uh, he is extremely passionate about. But what we will do is we'll throw it back over to your super chats and Humphrey chats. Uh, Grim Spider ninety three saying, "Whoa, buddy, that Takeshita match mox match." pumped hard yes it did uh just what a fun way that's my favorite thing is when rampages open super hot for a long time when cole was active that was kind of like the spot that he owned he was like i'm the guy that opens rampage everybody freaks out about my entrance like it's a hot start to it i love when we start rampage with just like badass wrestling matches like this that was one of them Force of Will chiming in about Don Callis saying that I think Callis is recruiting for United Empire. Very interesting. Very interesting take. Does he abandon the elite? Kind of like that. I kind of like that. Oh, my gosh. He's back. I think everything just flickered here, like the power and everything. So I don't know what happened. P -p -p power got, flickered. I heard you talking <laughs> and you were like, is it the Internet? Because the Internet, I'm like. Ah, and then I saw just things. Power, power, powerhouse hops just flickered my energy here. But yeah, like I mentioned before, I love him. I just everything that he does right now is just is money. I just love that it cut out while you were like talking about Harlem Heat and that great uh, comparison, kind of running back to those, and then you were just like getting basically into the most vulnerable thing, and then you froze. So just because I'm just a vulnerable stuff. frozen man. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you're back. We do have Ryan Sullivan saying, ahem, Alex, ahem, I think referring to your intro. Yeah, so a couple things um, that Kate brought up well, that was good. We don't want to get copyright strike. I use a lot of copyright music, um, everything that I use. So if you guys hear Wrestling with Freddie or the plethora of other podcasts that I produce, it's all. But because I control that, I don't control Fightful. <laughs> So I got to do like a triple check to make sure that when I play it and I pass it through YouTube, we're not going to have problems. Being on a podcast platform and being on YouTube are two different things. 
So yeah. I do have it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it on my own end, on my own videos, on and do us uh, some checkups before. Sorry, Ryan, but I don't want to get us in trouble. It's um, okay because the more money he sends in, the better, to be honest. So. Yeah, yeah. So, Ryan, I got you. Don't worry about it. For now, you have this little jingle right there. <laughs> okay, you can have that jingle for now. That's as that's as, uh royalty free as it's gonna get right now. There and then know. obviously, yeah, but I do have something fun Let's in the works that's so gonna have Kate's name in it, my name in it. I just I want to make it legit, you know what I'm saying? This show's missing I something. I don't know what it is. It's but missing I'm a background, it. which Sean sent to me, which I have to upload because he <laughs> sent me the blanks. So it's on me to edit them. But you know what? That isn't even close to how much things in the world suck because stokely reminds us in a really fun short and sweet vignette this little infomercial that we get from stokely halfway i love a lot of stokely's work some of my favorite stuff is these like quick hit vignettes like this was so short and so much fun He's like, atrocities happen in the world on a grand scale on a daily basis. And he's like, but nothing is bigger than what happened to Lee Moriarty and Hook. It's just like such a fun way to go about it that we see him getting his hot date ready to go out after. What a blast. Um, but I, I love this from Stokely. He's so good at these incredibly efficient promos in a short time, which is always something that's so important and valuable in wrestling. But is even more important on a one hour show because you can, if you can do something that's so meaningful uh, in such a short time, it just helps with the flow of the show. That's one thing I love about Eddie Kingston. It's like when they give him time, he fills it valuably, but if he only has two minutes, he's going to give you a two minute promo. That's going to make you want to watch the match. Like same kind of thing here. Just a really nicely built out, very quick vignette. Did you have any thoughts on this? No, I think, I think, I'd rather see him more than you know who. Um. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash fightful it's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash fightful
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Mr. Sterling has not been on my, you know, TV for a while. That makes me happy. It does make you happy. I like Smart Mark, but we also, the talent that we saw him with hasn't been on a ton either. Um, so I think maybe like come ROH, you might start to see him a little bit yeah. more. Perhaps I see him. Kind. I see him as an ROH person. I really do. Oh, You're right. He could be yeah. really fun in a brand that is otherwise, depending on what way they go with the presentation. Like they do the last rendition the most recent rendition of ROH I felt like was very sports based it was an hour it used the rankings like almost as bible you had your pure rules match there were some promos but they were like it felt very sports based Rick Abadi and Caprice did a really great job of making everything feel super grounded so if you like a more sports based product I think that was once NXT Black and Gold went belly up your most sports based product for sure um so, but like when you have that, you also need a Danhausen, which they had, which was so much fun. You could use a guy like Smart Mark, especially in a managerial role, to kind of help that along, which I, I think would be really fun. I also just, Josh Woods was a pure champion in ROH. He's an incredible yeah. talent. He deserves to be a big piece of what they choose to build out there. I think Tony Nice going there, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We got Chris Mueller chiming in. We love Doc oh, Mueller here. Doc, saying Stokely doc. never misses. He really doesn't. Like, that dude just entertains me with everything he does. Uh, says that he should be on every show. I'm never going to complain when Stokely Hathaway is on my screen. And what I love about Stokely, and I've said this before, so sorry if it's redundant, but he can make something hysterical like this two-second pre-tape vignette, or he can do something that feels very grounded, very serious, and both of them are natural like when he was like reining in ethan page when he went off the rails or whatever like that still felt true to who he is because he's always chasing that back so he wants his athletes to stay on track like yeah. i really really appreciate about that about stokely so put it on my screen every time i'm not mad about it but we will move along guys get in those super chats and humper chats if there's anything you want to discuss please do leave a thumbs up but we get sheeta and money mm. We do not get Tay Conti in a Ruby segment, which was announced during the week. Kind of a bummer. Like, I don't want to do this with Ruby Soho again. That's a bummer. Like, but I do feel like they had a feud before she got injured. They're picking it back up after it started. So hopefully we see that come back around. Uh, but Sheeta wins with the spin kick here. Not a ton to say. I think it was pretty obvious what the, the outcome was going to be in this match, but Nice to see Bunny back. She was injured for a while. She was also doing some 
non-wrestling related work, I believe she has come such a long way in the ring. And mm-hmm. um, to me, her value has also been largely like in who she is as a character. Cause I, I think she's a ton of fun in that way. I think during that women's like hardcore death match that they did, she earned a lot of people's respect. She deserves it. Um, I don't, I don't know if she gets enough credit for how good she is at the other dimensions of this business, because I feel like the women's division is kind of just now getting on track, but she really does. She has put in a ton of work. It's very obvious. Her in-ring has come a really long way. I think she's entertaining as hell in the ring. Also great to see Sheeta on my TV. My goodness. She looks fantastic. In-ring has never been a question with her. I think this presentation is clicking in super well. Uh, And darn it i'm very excited for the her and jamie hater getting lined up let's absolutely go with that she being someone that can really lay in her stuff i think is a, a great opponent for hater what did you think of this match and holy cow are you as excited as i am for jamie hater and Sheeta? yeah that's gonna be hard hitting uh yeah. you know these these two women are gonna beat the crap out of each other i feel like they're not gonna they're gonna give us a show and I'm I'm gonna be so happy about that. I love Sheeta. I don't know ever since so ever since she was introduced to me uh, via AEW because I honestly wasn't really paying attention to anything in the outside markets. Um, I was like really impressed. She's so damn good, and I believe that that match is gonna like really really um, show us more a little bit more of a physical style as the women are starting now to get better drawn out uh storylines and the matches are starting to get a little bit longer a little bit more technical a little better and less like um i'm waiting for you to do this backflip i'm waiting for you to do this kick these girls are going to light it up i i'm a big jamie hater fan man since she got there so yeah these two are going to kill it yeah she's been great and you're right we've seen so much development as a whole from that division, like yeah. in ring, which is awesome from the work that they've obviously put in and the pieces that they've added, who I think came in with a little more experience. Like it's on fire right now and love seeing more storytelling on my screen. This is what I've been whining about for three years. People. I think we're Need probably me. going to get Jamie Hader and Britt Baker at revolution, but we don't have to um, have that be the only thing running or the only thing that either these two women are doing, especially because right now they are in the same camp. So that's my guess what the next uh, major pay-per-view kind of build out is going to be. But right now put Sheeta and Jamie Hayter on my screen. It makes sense. She does a former champ. Let's go. I really, really like this and welcome back, bunny. We missed you. She looked great today. So we will take it. it and you got to was- draw that story as well you can't have hater and 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 brit kind of just like you know uh start fighting immediately just because she's the champion there has to be dissension there has to be jealousy there has to be like (laughs) you know but i was the better champion those little pieces need to be thrown in sooner than later yeah and it's a little tricky because i feel like that was starting and then i think when soraya came in that got kind of halted a little bit which I'm okay with for many reasons. One being that Soraya is an active pro wrestler in AEW. That makes me so happy. But it does feel like a little drawn out because I think that's where it was going. But I also yeah. think they might have said, whoa, actually, we're going to strap up Jamie Hayter and, and have Tony Storm drop, um, which could also alter what that storyline was going to look like. But 
I think one of the biggest criticisms and it's one that I probably stand by is that Tony Khan gets a little too married to the long-term picture. So seeing yes. him pivot uh, and and strap up JB Hader, I think is a very healthy thing. So I'm excited for that story. And I think there's a really great way to to build that out, right? Like either Brit starts to get jealous or Brit's like, that's not how to be champion or whatever. Like there, there's plenty of ways you can you can go with that. So very excited and very excited to see Sheeta in the meantime. But we do get an announcement that Tay and Ruby is announced for winter is coming. So that's very good news because that'll be also something that feels important and high profile. And that's what Ruby Soho deserves. She, she said. She's and so passionate. She broke her own. I, damn I do that all the time, especially on Tuesdays because we're insane. And I talk with my hands. So I break my internet. She breaks her headphones. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome that's to it. Friday nights here on fightful. That's it, man. So, we got Kylie, who we adore, chiming in via Humper Chat. We always love it when we hear from them. Uh, fun Rampage and that opener. Damn, Takeshita could have won and I would have been low. Yeah, that makes sense. And the main event was pretty good. The main event was great. I'm digging Orange Cassidy just having fun match after match during his reign. They have used Orange Cassidy extremely well in this title reign. Hashtag Fightful. Crew, we are pretty. <laughs> I Fightful crew is pretty. We got Alex and his clavicle. We got me and my bangs. Life is all right. These, these are getting sexier now because I've been like doing stuff. So you know. There you go. Yeah, I'm moving <laughs> like, all those the boxes. Weather, the weather, the weather's nice enough down here that you know you could just like just do it up. Hell yeah, nice. So we got a vignette from Athena and Mercedes, uh, which I'm very very excited about. I want those two to collide especially with this uh refreshed version of athena i think it's gonna be really fun and i loved mercedes martinez saying basically like i birthed you sweet little girl i'm the one that made you <laughs> and it's my championship whole heck of a lot of fun i think that's gonna be a great match tomorrow and if you want to watch the roh po show I kind of bullied my way onto it. So it'll be me and Sean Ross up on the screen Let's together go. for a post show for the first time in a very long time. Uh, so you can catch that. We know that it's on at a weird time. And I will be doing the NXT deadline show with Alex Pulaski as well on the main channel tomorrow. So double dose of me. If you don't like me, it's a rough day for you on the Fightful Bro, YouTube. I'll take so. a double shot of Keith any day of the week. Let's go. <laughs> Thank I'm just you. saying, I'll double fist it. Uh, I will. Uh, I am very excited because I'm not at all excited for NXT deadline. I'm intrigued by some things, <laughs> but I love ROH, so I got I get to balance it out. But that's so awesome! Uh, Two back to back night, like banger after like, banger come after on. banger. You guys, you guys want Saturday nights like to be amazing or afternoon and tonight? Well, you're gonna get it, and then you get Kate. So stuck with me three shows mm -hmm. in 24 hours. That's what you get. But did you have any thoughts on this Athena and Mercedes vignette? And do you have inclinations about how that's going to go tomorrow? Do you think Athena goes over? I, I, I think I, I, I'm kind of conflicted. Do you put it, do you put it on Athena? Do you make her the, you know, do you make her, something bigger than than what we expected because she's kind of been again like okay great she was here where did all the you know all the ideas and everything that we had when she first came in like oh she could do this and she could do that and she can go 
be something. And I also feel that because of the way that the women's division is now, this is another match that two women are going to beat the crap out of each other, especially in Ring of Honor. Okay. Yeah. Where it, on pay-per-view. On pay-per-view where it goes hard. Okay. And so, I, I don't yeah. think Mercedes Martinez does any other way, to be honest. Let's not forget when she yeah. first showed up, she was like, I'm bringing a lead pipe with me. So <laughs> very excited. Very excited. So we move on to Big Bill and Lee Moriarty defeating slash murdering Izzy Jones and Clayton Bloodstone. <laughs> um, not a ton to write home about here. I will say, because I feel like it's important to call out. We talked about Sarah Logan and how every detail of her presentation when she returned looked like Max Dan Paley. I feel like we saw maybe a lesser version of a very similar thing happening with this Big Bill situation. There's an independent wrestler named Big Bill Collier who has an extremely similar presentation to W. Morrissey, who's been going by Big Bill for years. And this isn't like a kid out of independent wrestling school. This is a guy who debuted in 2007, uh, was wrestling before Morrissey, had his look before Morrissey. Now, calling yourself Big Bill when you look like that is something that you could very easily and organically arrive to without copying another independent wrestler. Mm. Uh, Being a jacked, really big dude with long, wet hair uh, is not the most unique presentation maybe in all of pro wrestling but i do have to call it out because one he's been doing so for literally decades he's been going by big bill and two um he had an appearance on aew dark so i do want to say like i feel like you should be more aware of that because uh it's just a bad look when somebody's had an established identity for that long and maybe they're not like as prominently positioned on the independent scene right now as Max is, but like he's been out there kicking ass to taking names for, for 15 years and they look very similar and he was on your show. And maybe it's not as bad as, I don't know, just hypothetically, like if you renames someone after a German U-boat Nazi or uh, I don't know, maybe like uh, if you had a stable of women that you just called up to start a women's revolution and you accidentally named them after a porn site, just hypotheticals, hypotheticals. But I do say (laughs) like you should probably do your research in in that regard because Big Bill Collier is great. Um, I would encourage you to to check out his work because he's fantastic. I think he's one of the bigger big men that's out there right now all of his matches are are so logical and great and he knows how to use his size both to his advantage and he knows how to make opponents use his size to his disadvantage extremely well so check out big bill collier i don't want to like harp on it too much but i'm not gonna call it out with max and sarah logan and not call it out on the other end that feels wrong i do feel like it might have not been necessarily as much of an exact detail copy for copy thing big bill again is like a pretty easy year like thing to arrive at but you should be proactively making sure of those things in my opinion in my opinion and everybody in in the chat pointing out that he should be he should be tedge oh He's my testing, god test and edge that's so to one guy i mean Let's come on lean into it people so uh but as far as this match goes it was it was a hell of a squash uh yeah. rest in peace to the independent workers who gave up their lives for pro wrestling tonight. <laughs> that choke slam that he gave him after he jumped off the top. Oh, that was he held him up there, bro. Like he is he's a big boy. 
I, I don't understand this. Oh God, Bill thing. I just as soon as it came up, I said, "What? Yeah, what? you got this mountain of a man, and you got so many ways and so many things that you can call him, and this is this is the best that you can do for him." Yeah. I mean, damn, guys, he has millions of dollars. He could buy any name he wants. <laughs> it's there. It's there. So credit to the independent hustlers, man. Just Word. saying. Just saying. But we will <laughs> move along, but not before we get a chat from Ellie Cease, who says, Kate, what's wrong with kids out of independent wrestling schools? JK, I love you. JK, I love you so much, Allie. Allie, who had her debut match a couple of weeks ago. New Shout handle on you. Twitter, at Allie Wrestling. There's nothing wrong with those independent newbies. They're awesome. They're some of my <laughs> favorite people in the world. But I'm just saying it's it's an established character that's been in the business for a while. So, And also, why did they stick them in a tag team? Sorry, I didn't mean to to jump on you. I just, oh, I think that's that, just a I think that's just a one off because they're in the same state. Oh, I hope. Okay, I hope that that's uh, yeah. not it. Because I mean, if you're gonna stick him in the tag team, just I don't know. I guess give this guy his old partner some money and bring him in for a little while. See if that goes anywhere. I mean, is he still a, a schmuck? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. He's always at Willowbrook buying sneakers. That's all I know. There you go. At, at champs. So there you go. So we'll move along to this FTR interview. Another thing on the show that was short and sweet, I thought, but effective. They're not trying to dodge, uh, you know, the fact that they lost at all. I loved on Twitter, Cash Wheeler was like, it's my fault. Love it. Mm -hmm. Love baby faces just owning where they fell short. Like sometimes other teams just win. I wish there was more of that in wrestling, to be honest. Uh, But I also love that they said, you know, then we immediately got that invite from the Briscoes and our spirits were lifted right back up and that, in a double dog collar match, they're the craziest animals in the world. I am excited and I am intrigued because I don't know how that works. I don't know how a double dog collar match and a tag match works, but I would say that Dax Harwood is one of the most logical, smartest in-ring workers. So I, I, I'm confident that he will find a way to. What are your thoughts on this promo? And are you as excited as I am for Briscoe's FTR three? If it's going to be done anywhere, it's going to be done in AEW, right? A double call, dog collar match. So <laughs> we're going to figure yeah. things out. And I'm extremely excited to see this. They they work so well together. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like watching the ocean so smooth and nice just watching them in the ring beat the living life out of each other it's oh, like yeah. i'm so violent in my head i'm like kill each other now yeah they're gonna fight oh. and they're gonna bleed <laughs> well you know man whatever works for you we got a super chat that came in from grim spider 93 saying I would name him Big Bill Morrissey. Easy fix. There you that go. is an easy fix. I would also wait, say, like, wait, wait, wait. We, can you, can we, you put that up again? Sure. Okay. We're going to call him BBM for short. I'm in. Okay. I also, like, I think we know that he's big. Whoa. <laughs> like, I didn't have a problem with him just being more, like, I have eyeballs. I know he's <laughs> I just ball. don't, let's not even go there because he's just, I just, he, he's such a good talent. <laughs> What are you saying, Alex? I'm never going to call him that. (laughs) Look, 
sometimes it doesn't matter how big you are. It's just not going to make people excited. Okay? Sometimes the size doesn't matter, Alex. Sometimes it matters, you know, when you need to deliver the performance. And Blue Chair's here to help you do that. You know we care about that performance in wrestling. That main event performance. But maybe in the bedroom you don't have the confidence to perform. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful will help get you there. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You know it's that good stuff. But it works on your schedule, or maybe when you're not even ready and you want to get there. You consult with the online physician. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't have to wait in line at the doctor's office. No awkward in-person meeting. And if approved, it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But there will be nothing discreet about your package when you use BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. But you know what? How about free? Get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Just pay $5 shipping. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Get that main event performance. I don't know how I tossed that to you, but... (laughs) We made it work. Always make it work over here. That was a fun little segue. It's been it's been a while since one got teed up. So we got some other great stuff like Ortiz and Kingston promo here. Oh yeah, I'm very excited for what they set up. Fun little promo, Ortiz and Kingston. They're not in a major program right now, so pair them up, make it happen. This is going to be really fun. A Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey promo right after. I am loving what we're seeing here. I think we might get Kingston and MJF maybe somewhat soon. Um, I guess we're probably swinging right from Sparks into Danielson. So maybe we don't take an Eddie Kingston pit stop. But I was wondering if maybe that's why he's not like in something longer term right now. But are you excited for what got set up here? Because I am. Man, let me tell you, I love these two. Uh, they look again, they, they are, they fit the mold of the type of wrestlers that I like, right? The scrappy beating the crap out of you in in an alley type of style. But yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping that this goes somewhere because Eddie's been picking up steam. He kind of plateaued a little bit, but uh, that was because of what happened. Obviously there was a couple of things that went, <laughs> that was going on backstage. A few things. Poor yeah, just a few things. Suspended and COVID. And then he got to fight his hero at a pay-per-view. Yes, like, yes, yeah, there's yes. been a lot going and on. And I believe, I believe <laughs> that moment right there is where the climb starts again at that pay-per-view. When, when you, you're going to see now Eddie Kingston being in more prominent roles again and, and doing his thing. I, I hope it just continues this his train ride continues to go upward. Yes, I am so excited. So we are getting Eddie Kingston and Ortiz versus House of Black. Jesus. Eddie Kingston's delivery and the way Malachi Black uh, has presented himself, I think is a very fun, very fun clash. Very excited. Uh, so we will move along. We got everything announced for the ROH card, which is good because it's tomorrow. We get Eli <laughs> Isom and Cheeseburger, two talents that were in the latest rendition of ROH, who I absolutely adore, versus 2.0. So very excited for that. Willow versus Trisha Dora. Sign me up for that anywhere, any day of the week. I'm so excited. 
Cobb versus Mascara Dorada. Oh, okay. With mm. Grand Metalik and OGK versus Top Flight for the Zero Hour. Damn, that's going to be fun. And then we get Blake Christian and AR Fox versus Roosh and Drillistico, which is <laughs> Louis put AKA Roosh's brother, AKA Mystico too, and CMLL. <laughs> Filling out your main show card, which will be so fun. Tom LaValle chiming in, kind of as excited as I am for Willow versus Trish in the zero hour, saying this will hump. That Hell zero hour is packed. That zero hour I mean, is talk, talk about, it's like two wrestling shows at, in one. Yeah, the zero hour alone good. is like its own pay-per-view. I'm just saying it I'm, looked great. I'm pumped. And it's a nice introduction for people who might have carried over from the last rendition of ROH to I the newer. Yeah. I, I think it's good that people are getting familiar with, with that talent and that they get booked. That's just that's awesome. So I'm gonna help you, Kate, with your R's. Okay. Dralistico. I'm just gonna let you today. say it. We're just gonna it's... we're gonna I'm gonna be your partner in crime here on Fridays. We're gonna give you that my partner. You know? No, that's I'll all you. Hot, no. I'll just stay my white ass self. Uh, <laughs> we also got a Shane Taylor and JD Griffey promo. I really liked this. Them picking up that story, man, of uh, where they left off with Keith Lee. If Swerve turns on Keith Lee, man, there's oh. some really fun, really fun possibilities out there. I would not be mad about Swerve, Shane Taylor, and JD Griffey in a trio. I wouldn't be mad about Swerve going off to be an independent star. I think maybe the faction era of Swerve is behind him. It's time for him just to break out on his own, but I'm really, I think that's a, a bit of a sleeper. Like that's going to be package real, real by fun. the way, too. Incredible yes. package. Just the fact that they own all that footage and they're able to put it into the feud. Incredible. Hell yes. Agreed. So we reach our main event. I absolutely adore the setup going into this. You got trend seven there. You got, well, Trent Seven gets revealed, but you have Kip Sabian saying, you know, I, I'm i not fooled. I noticed who you don't have with you. And Dan Housen sweeps in to try and take Mark Henry's line after Orange <laughs> Cassidy trying to do it for weeks. Absolutely cracked me up. Absolutely cracked me up. What a riot. But Orange Cassidy and Trent Seven put on a fantastic match. Please be tactful in the chats if there's anything specific you want to call out about Trent Seven. Uh, I would appreciate restraint and tastefulness in this environment we try to keep it trigger free for people but uh really really good match if you're not familiar uh trent seven was mustache mountain in nxt uk he's had a long-standing career uh a heck of a a wrestler man he's really 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 good in the ring that twisting ddt is really really cool and just echoing what was kind of said before i adore the way Orange Cassidy has been used. I feel like the frequency with which he's wrestled has been something that's very healthy for a character like him. Makes it feel less gimmicky because, mm -hmm. like, he has a title, right? So if he walks to the ring and he gives you a high five like this and he takes the title out of his backpack, once the bell rings, that guy goes. He's real damn good. So the more you get to see him wrestle, the more it feels like he's in this world. But I thought this was a hell of a main event. Both the opener and the main event of Rampage, I felt like were fantastic. What did you think of this main event? Yeah, good bookend, huh? To a good, to a good show, pretty good show there uh, that they put together. Um, yeah, I felt like Cassidy has been shining with uh, being champion, and he's so different from the everyday professional wrestler that comes to the ring 
that that's why it's special to see him in there because he's super athletic. He's very fun to like watch. He does all his gimmicky stuff, which is great. But in the ring, he's still physical. He's still giving you a hundred percent of what you know of who he is and what he is. So, um, and Trent, they they vibed, they vibed. Okay. I didn't see any hiccups. I didn't see where maybe something was uh, there was a mishap. No, uh, Trent and him, very clean match. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's that styles make matchups thing. Like yeah. they. They are veteran enough to understand each other's worlds, but their differences make it just a really interesting wrestling match. But what a Shout blast. Out to Trent, too, to see him, you know, Hell yeah. um, on he, TV he again, man. It's great to see him back, yeah. He was crushing it tonight. So good stuff and a fun reveal. You know, I my hope is that this eventually ends up leading Samiro being back on screen because Kip Sabian's there he's kind of in a title picture i think miro could be the guy to come in and and beat orange cassidy i don't think orange cassidy needs this title reign um i think it's great that he's had it but i don't know if you're gonna see like an appropriate time for orange cassidy to drop a title if that makes sense i feel like because he's perpetually over it's just a matter of picking the right guy you can kind of do it whatever i i think uh Miro coming back and just in his first match back taking the title. I'm I think I'm, that sounds right. Yeah. I'm I'm not normally into stuff like that. For Miro, I'm I'm totally behind that. I totally. think you have I think you have Cassidy in the middle of the ring saying, Hey, you know, I've been beating everyone. Who's next? Kind of like his nonchalant way. And then you just hear the trumpet. And it's like, here we go. We're oh, getting yeah. what we wanted, you know. I think I think that would be awesome. And I think because Kip Sabian sniffing around it, there's a really Easy way to to get him back in there. But after the match, we get a beat down on Orange Cassidy <laughs> from Kip Sabian, who we were just talking about. And Dustin Rhodes comes down to make the save, which I think is really fun. Uh, I the don't natural, know if he was maybe. the natural. Also, you know, he's very proud of his work as seven. So maybe there was like a seven and seven connection. <laughs> maybe he was trying to exercise some demons. I don't know. But... <laughs> Dustin Rhodes also did announce that his uh, last year in wrestling will be 2023. He's had a hell of a career. It's totally on his terms, like totally his choice. Uh, but I think that. What do you think? First ballot Hall of Famer. They'll put him in as soon as he's done. Like they'll ask AEW if it's okay to bring him in. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I hope so. I think Goldust was a it. very, very, very big character in the '90s. I'm sorry, whatever anyone thinks of what his his work as Goldust, no, like way, Emmy way ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah, way ahead yeah. of its time. Um, 
I, I would hope so. And now that Cody is there, I think that would probably be even easier to make happen. But he deserves it. So, good stuff. Good. Well, that was uh, tonight's show, everyone. Have a great one. No, I'm just It was not. <laughs> we are going to flip to a different program. Heck, we're going to go to what feels like a totally different location in this world, Alex. And if You're you so good at this. don't want, I, I really am. I really <laughs> If you don't want anybody knowing your location, well, darn it, NordVPN might just be the VPN for you. You don't want to get hit with a powerbomb symphony, do you? Not from your internet service, not from your browsing experience. Nordlow is here to help. That's nordvpn.com slash Fightful. It's going to squash the competition with the fastest VPN in the world. Change your virtual location with just one click. No matter where you are, you get access to whatever content that you want. Thanks to nordvpn.com slash Fightful. 30-day money-back guarantee. Four additional months free. Block annoying pop-up ads. Block malware. Block online trackers. Three great tiers, whether you want to pass a VPN, a locker, or all three. Browse safely and securely. All this with one app. You can control up to six devices with one subscription. How can you pass on this deal? You're going to end up saving money because of this, especially if you buy those UFC pay-per-views. Let me tell you, NordVPN.com slash Fightful helps you there too. Check it out. Well, there you go. And as promised, we will be switching over into SmackDown tonight. Get those Super Chats and Humper Chats and would you talk to us it's kind of lonely out here in smackdownville today also would remind <laughs> you to subscribe to fightful select you do get a lot of great updates like miro and that he is healthy and he has been pitched creative there's just nothing that he felt comfortable latching onto. read more of the details on it there were updates about scorpio sky a little bit back there's always Exciting and early uh, SmackDown producer and Raw producers of who did what matches and plans if you're interested in getting those early. And, of course, you get Sour Graphs behind the paywall. I join Alex on Mondays. Alex does a Rampage and Smack, a Rampage Watch Along SmackDown review before this show on Fridays. And normally, we're behind the paywall doing our own pay-per-view post-shows. But because it's NXT and we get sour on the main tomorrow, you can catch us there after NXT deadline. Myself and Sean Ross Sapp also will be doing the ROH post show, which will be quicker because I'm going to have to go watch NXT deadline shortly after. Mm-hmm. So please join us for those things. An action-packed week full of wrestling. And of course, don't forget about those City boys in the morning. And let's not forget about SmackDown tonight, even though it wasn't like the most memorable. We still got some good in-ring action. There was a lot of stuff that Still worked, still made sense. I just don't think anything major to write home about, which is why we started with Rampage tonight. But we do have it kick off uh, with the Usos versus Sheamus and Butch. Jay telling Zayn to cut his hair for the next week. Underdog from the underground, Luis says. Getting wild. Getting wild over there in the bloodline. But this match ends with Jay avoiding a bitter end and the Usos hitting a 1D. Sammy stopped Sheamus from kind of breaking up the pin and equalizing things. Uh, this was a perfectly fine match. It For me, it took a minute to get going. I think because 
there was like a kind of a lot of slow plotting stuff here. Um, I don't know. It just didn't click in. The commercial breaks probably didn't help either. I really mm -hmm. liked Butch has this awesome diving door tornado DVT that I really, really liked. And he followed it up like with that, like stopping on the fingers and a buzzsaw kick, which is like, I love that stuff. Like he's so great. I wish they would call him Pete Dunn again. So nothing like bad here. Just it kind of took a minute for it to, to click into me, but, but some good work and some good advancement of the storyline. Uh, the right, right people won here kind of ready to move on from this, I think, but, but some good stuff. What did you think of our opener tonight? Yeah. Um, again, it just, it just, it felt like that FS1 episode. I think it was just like just a regular filler match for some reason. I don't, you know, or whatever I, in my, it, it, I took time for me to kind of get into it myself. And I was just like, okay, cool. Like I knew I had it on the background, but I was, <laughs> I was doing something else. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. It was just, Again, nothing like offensively wrong or bad, but just nothing right, that right, like right, I, yeah. I latched on to tonight. So I'm kind of in the same spot there. Very excited for what it looks like might be lined up, though, for Sami Zayn. He, I think it's underestimated. I think everybody's acknowledging what a great job he's doing on the bloodline. I think people are underestimating how bad everything with the bloodline and stale it felt before he came in the picture and that he kind of saved it. Like, yeah. Nothing is not to say single-handedly, but almost single-handedly. Like he has injected so much life into it. I'm just excited. I'm excited to see him getting the spotlight he deserves. Um, but I, I think there's some really fun stuff around the corner for him with that. That moment, man, it's gonna break our hearts. Going to know, break our is. hearts when, we when all the know bloodline it's turns. Yeah, it's just a matter of when, right? So so good stuff. And we move along to an LA night promo. We'll talk about this whole through line for the show right now. Uh, and we'll save the Kurt Angle birthday stuff for the end as a whole as well. So a little bit of sequencing con condensing on our end, but this LA night promo was, was super fun. I think, you know, he, he gets booze like he's supposed to, which is great. Um, he said you'd have to basically be an idiot not to think Bray Wyatt was the one who did it and says that he has footage and he's going to roll it and he's interrupted by Uncle Howdy who says that LA Knight deserves this. And then later he finds Bray backstage in the devil's mask, which is kind of like the biggest development and confirmation that Uncle Howdy is this guy's darkest impulses brought to life, right? I didn't love the backstage execution of it, but I do appreciate them setting this up in a different way. Like, but I am also like, y'all thought it was long in the tooth when the QR codes are rolling out. Now it's getting long <laughs> in the tooth for me. Uh, I, but it, I'm, I'm still interested. I'm not checked out on it, but I'm, I'm ready to see them fight at this point. Uh, and Same. part of that is just because LA Knight is so grounded that, he doesn't need the long burn that Bray does. They're the perfect pairing for that same reason. But because he just undresses all the weird stuff about Bray, uh, I'm ready to see them come to blows a little bit mm -hmm. here. I will say, I think LA Knight is one of the most tailor-made people for a WWE main roster that I've ever seen. He completely gets how to blend pro wrestling and sports entertainment. Today, the thing he did that impressed me the most was he did a great job of when Uncle Howdy appeared being unnerved 
but not being so shaken that he didn't feel like he could still stand up as himself. Like he was definitely thrown off by it, but he wasn't going to like back down because of it. And I really, really loved that reaction. Uh, What did you think of what we saw from the LA Knight and Bray Wyatt feud tonight? Yeah. So I feel like it should, uh, it needs the, it needs the physicality. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there it's, too. It's getting a little bit long in the tooth with, with the storytelling, which is fine because we want to continue. Like, that's cool. Like, I don't mind the whole, okay, who is Uncle Howard? Let, let's continue that. That's fine. I, I'll, I'll agree. I'm, I bought in. Okay. This is not the, like the QR code, but they, they're going to have to mix it up for me. I would like to see some type of physicality. I would like to see something between them two, not someone attacking, you know, LA Knight. And us just seeing a camera crew roll up on him, like, oh my god, I can't believe he's down there. Let's just let's go record him and not call the cops. Um, yeah. you know, so yeah, I, I I'm with you. I'm with you. Nothing, nothing really crazy or groundbreaking, to be honest. Yeah, good stuff, but nothing uh too earth shattering here. So I'll I'll agree with you on that. But good stuff. I mean, they're gonna have to come to blow soon because there's just yes. no pay-per-view between now and rumble and i don't right. think they're carrying this out to rumble that would be absolutely bananas but we move along we are flying through some stuff uh yeah. so shotzi is injured yeah and i didn't love this segment about it uh shotzi's injured basically Liv and tegan confront Shayna and ronda about beating up shotzi and they're like why do you think it's us? And I'm like, because A, of course it is. And B, don't you feel like everyone should think that? Like, don't you want people to know that you're a badass that can beat them up? Isn't that kind of the point? Correct. Like, that was yeah. my my thing about it. I get that they're being kind of like, it almost feels a little like a not as well executed, but in the same way as DX were like, always like kind of pranksters as well yeah. as controversial almost feels like they're kind of fitting in that vein uh but i would just rather like them be like yeah we'll just we'll just break people's bones whenever we feel like it we're two of the biggest yeah. badasses in the world so uh what i did like about this though is that Liv comes out and says that they're looking for a fight and they set up the match for later in the day this is the most consistent character work that we've seen for Liv morgan the most creative that has complimented her i think maybe in her whole career like she's in the ring almost killing herself she's looking for fights she's leaning into enjoying the pain like it seems like they found something that's really clicking with her so i did like that which is good news i will take that out of this yeah Um, i don't i i don't i don't know um i sometimes feel like they they think we're dumb as the audience i don't know like the way they they do segments and storylines sometimes and i've said this before on the show they kind of insult us a little bit, but it is what it is. Well, it's, and it's just a little more of a spoon-fed product, right? I think it's yeah. definitely more directed at kids, so it, it kind of makes sense. But I agree, that was a little, like, it's it's not a mystery. Like, let's not pretend it is. But we will move along to what I thought was probably the most disappointing segment on the show of the Viking Raiders and Legato Del Fantasma ending in a DQ because Hit Row interrupts and we're going to get a triple threat next week. This could have been a really cool match if they let it happen and set up the triple threat a different way. 
I think this is the absolute wrong call to capitalize on the momentum that Santos Escobar had coming out of that match with Ricochet last week. I think this is the worst thing you could have done is say that I put on an incredible match. It was like 25 minutes long. It was the thing that we were talking about the most more than anything between Rampage and SmackDown last week Mm by miles was everywhere, by the way, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And uh, probably, yeah, probably match of the week across all programs, and there's a lot of programs out there. Um, to then throw him into something where he gets DQ to set up a triple threat, like that just feels like a terrible way to capitalize on that, in my opinion. But uh, I don't even really buy the triple threat setup too much either. But I'll leave room for the actual match to blow me away. I think it's very possible that that happens. So um, you do have one female competitor in the court of each of these stables as well, which is good, right? You have Zelina, you have uh, Sarah Logan, now Valhalla, uh, and you have BFAB. <laughs> so there's like a, a proportionate way to go about this. So uh, I'm I'll leave room for that to be good. I just wish they had... I think a lot of people last week found out who Santos Escobar was last week, and they didn't do anything about it this week. I know. That's crazy. Yeah, They should have capitalized on that. Well, it's yeah. Hit Row. It's nice to see Hit Row sometimes. You know, back and doing things, maybe, I think. I don't yeah, know like, what think... they're doing. They, they've gotten so lost, I think, to me. Every time I, uh, I, I talk about them, I feel like I'm kind of like shoving them down a trash bin but no, i'm but really not creative. trying to do that yeah, right. yeah, yeah. i i think it's good because i feel like they got pissed off about what's been how they're being treated right in in wwe world so it makes sense that they came out swinging to, to try and look stronger i just hope that they get them on a track soon so i am with you <sighs> not a good sign when nobody wants to talk about anything that happened on the show i'll put it that way because yeah, i don't think people much. hate us people like us so. yeah no they want to talk about things they would, but there's not a lot of meat on the boat here or kind of in this next next segment. Uh, contract signings are mm. normally pretty boring. This one was okay. Uh, this was Gunther and Ricochet's contract signing, but holy interrupt is Batman. New Day comes to the ring. They have a tag match on deadline tomorrow which that I'm looking forward to. Never mad when I say New Day in the ring, and they have it against Pretty Deadly, who is a very good in-ring team. Uh, I loved the line where Kofi said, have you watched wrestling? When he was talking about how Adam Pierce was like, we're not going to do that here right now. And he's like, have you watched wrestling before? And Pierce goes, good point. That popped me tremendously. I like when wrestling acknowledges itself sometimes. Itself, yeah. Uh, but Guther gets a mic. He basically reminds Ricochet that he's beat him twice. He also says that the mat is sacred and calls the New Day a joke, which I like that. That is how Guther should view the New Day. Um, and the New Day should be able to respond saying that they were the second longest reigning tag teams and that they've had the belts a million times and things like that. And then Ricochet makes some jokes about their performance, which if we let off the show with SmackDown and not Rampage, that would have been my blue Bluetooth segue. 100%. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Truth. But I appreciate it, Ricochet. Thank you for setting us up for it. We just did things in reverse order tonight. But what did you think of this contract signing? First of all, can we acknowledge the fact that the boys, New Day, came out to the Green Ranger and White Ranger uh, outfits? Yes. I mean, 
you know, rest in peace, JDF. That was, uh, I love it when they do that. I think that, you know, they loved um, Power Rangers as well. They've, they love JDF. So I think that was a, a, a really fun um, way to tr- do a tribute to the yes. man. Um, other than that, yeah, I just, I want to see them fight. I hate these little like segments where we have to sign contracts or whatever. Um, just put Gunther and, and Ricochet in a ring and just let them go at it one on one. Put them in a cage. I don't care what it takes. You know, I feel like Gunther's the pure champion of WWE right now. He wants everything to be, you know, by the book, by the letter of the law. Give me a handshake, you know, like, yeah. okay, cool. So you're the ROH of WWE. Let's do it. Especially <laughs> when we've seen them fight before it is kind of like let's get there and i don't really buy that like guther wants to soften new day up for pretty deadly tomorrow that's weird but i did think the match itself was pretty good this does turn into a trios match between ricochet and the new day versus imperium um this ends with woods diving onto guther and vinci as kofi kingston hits the trouble in paradise ricochet follows up with the shooting star press to get the win this is kind of the trap they're in. It had to go this way for the way that the feud is building out. But Imperium should not be losing on my TV this much. So it's kind of a catch-22. They're kind of handcuffed in, in that regard of, like, Gunther's going to win, right? And we know that Braun Strowman is around the corner. They can make that right. abundantly clear to us. So you kind of have Ugh. to have them go over today. Also kind of justifies New Day tomorrow a little bit feeling a little more important going into a pay-per-view i would hope can i say this too like that wwe has been letting the wrestlers wrestle yes like there's the the that that's a match between them um they were doing things that i have not seen on wwe television at all like a lot of the high flying segments that ricochet match last week was was nothing like wwe used to do okay that was incredible and People will like that and people want to watch that. And I think this week with the three on th- uh, three on three, they let them they yes. let them go. And yeah. I was I was like, oh, my God, this is not this is not the WWE that I've had. I've, I've watched now for 18 years yeah. since WCW went off the air. You know, this is fun. It it's really, really fun when they let them kind of take the wheels off. That's what I've loved, even though Mustafa Ali hasn't been on a track that he deserves getting to see him wrestle i'm like i'm so glad i get to see same with chad gable he's losing all the time but i get to see chad gable wrestle on my television yeah, he's I'm on a tv camper freddie I'm says a- that all the time he says yeah. you might see people lose all the time but guess what they're getting television time and if they're on your television you're talking about them yeah it's wins and losses should matter but the other measure that they use to tell you if someone's over is how much they're on television yes. for sure for sure like a theory I'd rather not. Uh, we'll move along. To- <laughs> He's turning a corner. They just used a stupid route to get him there, and I'm not over it. Uh, but we move on to a segment that now here's someone who I think is turning a corner in a really good way is carrying Cross with Rey mm-hmm. Mysterio. Uh, Cross basically says that it's heartbreaking what's happened with him and his son, and he and Scarlet essentially call him a horse that needs to be put out of his misery that his best days are behind him i really like that the package has kind of come together we talked for weeks and weeks about how i felt it was just jointed you kind of agreed alex Pulaski definitely thought it was yeah. disjointed. jointed that's the nicest way he put it um 
they're now in the same world, which is so much better. The only thing I didn't like about this is uh, Rey Mysterio should be the age and the injury history and the punishment of someone that needs to be put out to pasture. He is so unbelievably not. Now, here's the thing. Karrion Cross should still probably say that as a pro wrestler. But the reality of it is, Rey Mysterio is still performing at a very yeah. elite wrestler. As yeah. like, It's insane what Rey Mysterio is still able to do. So that was my only nitpick. Rey's but like 38. <laughs> he's never he's aged, like, man. He, he froze in time. I don't know how he did it. God bless him. Um, so kicking ass. Uh, hopefully his son gets there someday. But uh, I, I really like that. It's still not my favorite thing taste-wise, but from a fundamental wrestling perspective, Karrion Cross and Scarlett now feel like they're a part of the same act where I feel like they didn't before, yeah. which is really, really good to see. And I kind of like the tarot deck being different wrestlers that he's going to feud with. That's a, that's a fun use of that. Uh, what did you think of the segment? TikTok. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I was confused as when it first started. I'm like, is he, is he talking to him to like tell him, hey, let's get together and beat the crap out of your son, or what's happening? And then finally, when I started like really paying attention and listening in, I understood. Okay, oh, okay, I know where he's going with this. You know, do we go into a, you know, um, mass versus mass back where he brings back the S and M, whatever mask that he had on, and just <laughs> they beat the crap out of each other? No, that's not gonna happen, people. But yeah, I I think um, Carrion is mask. making Carrion is making that that uh that turn, man. I, I he looks so demonic, and the yeah. way he's talking, and I'm like, ooh, okay, I see what you're doing here. You know, Scarlet's off in the back. She's not really. She's just the the piece that is kind of feeding to him. I think I think they finally they got the wheels rolling on him. I think so too. The ice in my veins version of him is by far the most compelling thing. That we have seen. Guys, get in those super chats and humper chats. We are coming down the home stretch here. Yes. Send in your thoughts on the matches in a humper chat or a uh, super chat. Super Let chat. us know what you think. Do you agree with something? Do you not? Do you think Kate's bangs are too short? I think so. Easy. Easy. <laughs> Let us know. I'm down for it. Rude. You guys really want me to do an OnlyFans? I mean, whatever Rude. you guys want. Just well, throw, yeah. it that way. throw it our way. Throw it our way. It's okay. always You're a topic to... of conversation here on Friday. See, the only fan suggestion is good because if they want to talk about it, we get money. But then you monetize yourself with the subscription. Do we want? Do you want to see me and Kate Scissor? We can do that too. It's <laughs> happening. See that? <laughs> I have the super chat screen open, so I was like, "Where? Where am I?" Kate's always so confused. I'm with which scissors. way? Which got, way like, do I scissor? I got my notes open. I got my super chats open. Oh, I got, got comments it. open. I'm all over the place here, but. Something that uh, they're trying to keep from being all over the place is this Lacey Evans reboot. Oh, God. I'm, this is when I log out. <laughs> it was short. I think what they're doing is retreading what the last one was supposed to be. We talked about this extensively last week, so we don't. they didn't put a ton on television tonight, and we don't have to dive too much further into it. But I think... I think they're trying to course correct and that much of it I certainly respect. Like that girl bore her soul on screen and they just completely fumbled it. If they're trying to do something that she actually wants to do, God bless them. It's just we've seen iteration after iteration of this so it's not going to connect right away. But um, 
I at least respect that they're trying to go back and do right by her. Yeah, I'll agree. That's as far as I go. I just don't be gimmicky using my damn Marine Corps. That's all. That is where I leave it. Extremely fair. But this, I will say, so far hasn't been gimmicky. It's just been used so many times. Right. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So I hear that. But we move on to this women's tag match that the crowd just was not not there for. Uh, So this ends. It kind of barely gets going. I don't think the crowd was the main roster was not familiar enough with Tegan Knox before she got released that they are fully behind her in a comeback yet. So like the they came back pop isn't fully there just because she had such limited main roster exposure, I think, before she got released. She had done like some matches and then kind of got cut. But mm-hmm. um this match ends, of course. Rhonda gets in Raquel's face. Uh, and Liv avoids the Kirafuda clutch, and Tegan Knox hits the shiniest with her, with Liv getting the pin. She looked um, like she got hurt there, unless she was just yeah, it didn't look super right. kayfabe. She was she did not look happy there after doing that, and I'm like, oh no, not again. Um, it's not it's not great. I, I saw Zonia Deville tweet that she wants to wrestle, and I'm kind of like, yeah put her on my screen like the smackdown women's roster right now really needs some people that a ring generals and b people that have proven themselves to be able to get over in one way or the other which is something sony's done before i don't know why she's not with ronda rousey and Shayna baszler as the mouthpiece like we talked about for a couple weeks that like there's not really a mouthpiece there but the stylistic matchup is cool Sonia Deville's the answer to that. Like she can yeah. she can deliver a heck of a promo and stylistically she has an MMA background too. So um I I don't understand why they wouldn't do that unless they're gonna put her on the other side of the aisles for that eventually. But I would have rather seen a fun Sonia Deville style match, I think, than I don't want to compare. That's a crappy thing to do. She should be on my screen as well. I'll put it that way. Um because everybody involved in the match tonight should be on my screen. You have the champion, which I don't like, is on the side getting pinned. Um, you have a newly kind of unlocked Liv, which people love. You have a returning Tegan Knox. Shayna Baszler is one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. So all of them should be on my screen. But so should Sonya Deville. And uh, crowd wasn't super into this. I'm sure the DQ ending was a part of it. Um, Raquel, her whole body's broken, and yet she keeps interfering with matches. And the her name whole body's of an- broken. <laughs> the name of Shotzi Blackheart, who was her mortal enemy, and then they weren't enemies anymore for reasons. Uh, but yeah, nothing really to write home about this match with. It happened. Uh, I guess we're continuing more with Raquel and Ronda. Yeah, I guess I so. guess is where this is going, but any thoughts on this? No, just, just like you. I just don't understand what they're doing. I mean, story-wise, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And you're right. They they don't have they don't have ring generals right now. I feel like the women in WWE have taken really strong, prominent roles outside of WWE and they're doing their own thing. Um, They're exploring things. And then, you know, they kind of come back or whatever. Like, I don't know, like what is how how do you introduce Charlotte back into a a roster at and on SmackDown? How do you um, uh, Carmella? How do you bring her back into into the fold? Like there's 
they're kind of like doing outside things. Even Lacey Evans, she's more, I see her do more stuff like on Instagram and on her own than on in the ring. And you've got people that are in NXT that are ripe to come up. Like, Alba Fire better be coming up if she's going to lose to Isla Dawn. You have Toxic Attraction, which is really, really, um, like, overdue to come up. Like, Mandy should have. Do you bring Mandy back to the main roster? I mean, she's succeeded very well in NXT. I think you you call up the whole act because there's so many stables now. Does she get lost once she comes back up because of everything that's happening? It's kind of weird. Yeah, it is. It's a little bit. I think if you call them up as an act, you now have someone that has a year long title reign under their belt, a top heel down there making a splash. But we talked about it week over week. Like the women's tag picture is just a mess. But however, they do say that we're getting damage control versus Tegan Knox and Morgan for the tag titles next week. So maybe they're attempting to find some footing and create a division for the tag titles that they have. Uh, Kind of interesting that Sasha Banks' rumors of her being at Wrestle Kingdom leaked, and then all of a sudden they're creating a tag division. I'll just maybe they thought they had them in the bag and didn't, or something. I don't know. But we move along to Kurt Angle. Happy birthday, Kurt Angle. Milkamania running wild all over Milkamania. the place. Milkamania. Oh, God. And Gable Stevenson are backstage with Jason Jordan. We have Kurt Angle's uh, birthday segment. Very happy to see Jason Jordan on my screen. A career that was cut short, unfortunately, by injury. Fantastic, fantastic in-ring worker. They had that kind of weird thing where he was Kurt Angle's son. He is Uh, his son. Yeah, yeah, no. K-Fabe, K-Fabe, damn it. The resemblance is striking. But we do get, uh, you know, birthday shenanigans here. Uh, Chad Gable is upset that he wasn't invited. Otis is the crowd wants him to eat the cake really bad because whenever there's a cake, something nefarious happens, right? And Gable Steven is then is there and they say, with all that cake, you're gonna need milk. And then the milk can't even reach the commentators, it seems like. So the the pressure in the milk hose was not the greatest, but uh it was the most textbook. It's a legend's birthday segment. Yeah. I don't need to see. I'm not like in on Gable Stevenson. I don't think I probably will be ever because of uh, some outside of the ring complications there. Uh, but his brother's doing all right. Damon Kemp is pretty good in NXT. So this was what it was. You had the Olympians, right? You had. Uh, Chad Gable, who I absolutely adore, involved in this, and I, I do appreciate that they called back like the uh, American Alpha tag team. I almost said Alpha Academy, which is where he's at now. I, I like that they they played into that because last time Kurt Angle was fully around, that's kind of what we were doing, right? So good mm-hmm. stuff there. Happy birthday, Kurt Angle! One of the best to ever do it for sure. Uh, yeah. And that's it was like one of those. It was on. one of those. Like endings, like the DX in in Brooklyn, you know, kind of just like send the crowd home happy, yeah, kind of deal, you know. Easy, easy. That's all it really was. By by the book, by the book, but that does conclude our episode of SmackDown for tonight. Look at I can... that, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we finished a little earlier than we normally do because royalty free applauses. Because. <laughs> 
because I'm such an efficient host and it had nothing to do with the fact that nobody wanted to talk about anything. Right. Well, you know, the crowd, it, it was a, it wasn't. So last week we, we were killing it because of Ricochet, the way Ricochet and yeah. tearing down the house. Yes. Yeah. And even, even on rampage, you know, a lot of fun stuff there. And I, I just, I just think that when the shows are kind of like textbook, like we're just putting matches together. Oh, yeah. what is this? Wow. We got Matthew plus forever the heel saying, let Alex lead the show. You'll make more money. I would actually be. I would be happy to do that if I didn't make less money on days I don't host. So uh <laughs> she makes a lot of money, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sitting I am here. So rich. She Venmo's me. Uh, a couple dollars for my kids meal at McDonald's and exactly I gladly it. take it. I'm very mm -hmm. happy with it. It's how I've been feeding myself here in the Northern of Carolinas. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, how if you else see... was I going to afford a house? It's true. It's true. Pennies for your thoughts, as they say. If you want to see me, the fat cat of Fightful running around tomorrow, you've got me twice you got me on the roh post show with sean ross sap i'm so excited to be on a stream with sean again since he abandoned me on fridays <laughs> uh and then alex falowski and i in a very calm and level-headed and normal review i'm sure on the nxt deadline post show where we will be talking about the iron survivor matches which is the first time they've ever tried them and i think it's gonna be a delightful little mess but hopefully we see some really great in-ring action so join us for those you could also find me at miss kate fabe on twitter you can yes. find me on patreon at patreon.com backslash oh. kate fabe uh it's free to interact there if you have an account if you want to support me financially there's a pay what you want tier that's okay. what i'm up to this weekend also don't forget to check out grapsity we love the graps guys go support them but alex where can people find you very easy, ladies and germs here on the chat. Um, wait, I want to say this before I give you my socials, which is always the same thing, right? It's just my name. Um, I want to give a big shout out to Maggie and Rob, who just celebrated their one-year anniversary yes! on the show uh, on Fightful oh, Overbook. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a that's a big deal. Uh, in the internet, people tend to start things, stop, and just go away. So congratulations to them. I just wanted to give them their flowers for uh, what Hell they're yeah, doing they're over the there. Best. Yeah, and and as uh, as far as for me, you can find me on Instagram at Alexis Cardoza, my name, uh, my full name, and uh, from there you can just hit the link and find all my other wonderful projects that I am working on. Support Kate, pay what you can. Um, she sends me toe picks, so I just pay for those. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell the world that, please, God, do I'm not, sorry. do not tell the world that, but. We appreciate you so much for joining us. Join us tomorrow. We've got two wrestling shows back to back, belly to belly. We appreciate like you guys tuning in. Have a fun and safe weekend. We're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.